February the 11th, 2024. Luke chapter 8. Won't he do it? Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You indeed are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just with all things being relational. And Father God, thank you this morning. Thank you for your word. Just in the title alone, Father God, won't he do it? We know that we're talking about you, your grace, your mercy, your saving power, your hand of love on us day and night, allowing us to know that anything that we put before you, according to your will, it shall be done. You are a loving Father, and we just thank you. Thank you for waking us up this morning, giving us the opportunity to receive this day our daily bread. We look forward to going forward, being your light, your truth, your instrument of righteousness, that you might get the glory. We bless you in the mighty and magnificent name of your son, Jesus, we pray. Glory, hallelujah. And family, I thank you this morning. I am truly excited. I apologize first for I know this word may be going forth a little late, a little tardy. There are some things going on this morning, just like they're going on in the spirit realm. They're happening also in the natural. But God is truly good. He always prevails. On yesterday, wow, talking about doubt. Are you the one? It is amazing when you can lay before God naked and unashamed, knowing that he invites our total being. We are safe in the bosom of the almighty God. Of course, we don't ever want to be controlled by doubt or fear, but it is reassuring to know that if we do have them, the Holy Spirit is there to orchestrate us through it all. Think about it. Abraham had a moment of doubt. Sarah had a moment of doubt. Moses had a moment of doubt. David did. Elijah did. And even on yesterday, we figured, we found out John the Baptist did. But what does Jesus say to the Apostle Paul? My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Glory, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, continue to walk us through this journey of becoming more and more like Jesus. The more we walk with you, the, the more we realize that we must die to self and yield to the greater power that is you that dwells inside of us. We bless you this day. This day, we praise you. And we lay this prayer at the throne of grace, love, and faith. In the power and the authority of the name Jesus, we pray. Glory, hallelujah. Be blessed on today, family, this magnificent Sunday morning. Let's go into this word. Luke chapter 8. Won't he do it? Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. And when a great crowd was gathering, 
and the people from town after town came to him. He said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil and grew and yielded a hundredfold. And as he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. And when his disciples asked him what this parable meant, he said, To you it has been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God. But for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not understand. Now the parable is this, The seed is the word of God. The ones along the path are those who have heard. Then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they might not believe and be saved. And the ones on the rock are those who, when they heard the word, receive it with joy. But these have no root. They believe for a while and in time of testing fall away. As for what fell among the thorns, they are those who hear but as they go on their way, they are choked by the cares and riches and pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. As for that in the good soil, they are those who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience. No one after lighting a lamp covers it with a jar or puts it under a bed, but puts it on a stand so that those who enter may see the light. For nothing is hidden that would not be made manifest, nor is anything secret that would not be made known and come to light. Take care then how you hear, for to the one who has, more will be given. And from the one who has not, even what he thinks that he has will be taken away. Then his mother and his brothers came to him, but they could not reach him because of the crowd. And he was told, Your mother and your brothers are standing outside desiring to see you. But he answered them, My mother and my brothers are those who hear the word of God and do it. One day he got into a boat with his disciples, and he said to them, Let us go across to the other side of the lake. So they set out, and as they sailed, he fell asleep. And a windstorm came down on the lake and they were filling with water and were in danger. And they went and woke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. And he awoke and rebuked the wind and the raging waves and they ceased and there was a calm. He said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid and they marveled saying to one another, Who then is this that he commands even winds and water and they obey him? Then they sailed to the country of, Gera, of the Gerasenes, which is opposite Galilee. When Jesus had stepped out on land, there met him a man from the city who had demons. From a long time he had worn no clothes, and he had not lived in a house but among the tombs. When he saw Jesus, he cried out and fell down before him and said with a loud voice, 
What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I beg you, do not torment me. For he had commanded the unclean spirit to come out of the man. For many a time it had seized him. He was kept under guard and bound with chains and shackles, but he would break the bonds and be driven by the demon into the desert. Jesus then asked him, What is your name? And he said, Legion, for many demons had entered him. And they begged him not to command them to depart into the abyss. Now a large herd of pigs was feeding there on the hillside, and they begged him to let them enter these. So he gave them permission. Then the demons came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the herd rushed down to the steep bank into the, into the lake and drowned. When the herdsmen saw what had happened, they fled and told it in the city and in the country. Then people went out to see what had happened, and they came to Jesus and found that the man from whom the demons had gone, sitting at the feet of Jesus, clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who had seen it told how the demon-possessed man had been healed. Then all the people of the surrounding country of the Gerasenes asked him to depart from them, for they were seized with great fear. So he got into the boat and returned. The man from whom the demons had gone begged that he might be with him, but Jesus sent him away, saying, Return to your home, and declare how much God has done for you. And he went away, proclaiming throughout the whole city how much Jesus had done for him. Now when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house, for he had only a daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years, and though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the father and mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her, but he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once, and he directed that something should be given to her to eat. And her parents were amazed, 
but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you for your word this morning, Father God. Won't he do it? My Lord, my God, return to your home and declare how much God has done for you. Even raise the dead. Won't he do it? Heavenly Father, glory, hallelujah. We come, we come before you with hearts overflowing. You have done great things for us. And we, we just cannot remain silent. Your grace has, has transformed our lives and, and we stand as witnesses to your goodness. Lord God, help us, help us to return to our homes, our communities and our workplaces with a bold declaration. May our lips proclaim how much you have done for us. You have rescued us from, from darkness and brought us into your marvelous light. You healed our brokenness, binding up our wounds with your love. You forgave our sins, setting us free from guilt and shame. You provided when we were in need, turning scarcity into abundance. You guided us through valleys and led us to green pastures. You comforted us in sorrow and rejoiced with us in moments of joy. May our lives be living testimonies, a reflection of your grace and mercy. As we declare your goodness, draw others unto yourself, Father God. May they enter the same transformative power that we have experienced. We thank you, Father God, for the privilege of sharing our story. It is our prayer that it points others to you, the author of redemption and restoration. We bless you, Father God. We praise you in the mighty and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, our Lord, our Savior. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Family, may our words echo the wonders of God's love and may our lives glorify His holy name. Do be blessed on this marvelous Sunday. Be encouraged. Know that the Lord, our God, he is with you, never to leave you nor forsake you. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, we know that when we hear, oftentimes we've heard the word of God and the words that we've heard, it pierced our mind and our hearts. But for some reason, it's not clear and we do not do what the word says. We know it's because of sin. Sin has blinded us all at some point in our lives. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened, your ears shall hear, you shall taste and see that the Lord our God, He is good and He is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. We love you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. 
And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Holy hallelujah.